This week on One Body, stewarding God's creation, Mrs. Teresa Schrant and Mrs. Chris Dinkle reminisce about their 42 years of teaching. How has teaching changed over the years? Can teachers be ornery too? Well, let's find out. Teresa and Chris are being interviewed by Divine Mercy Radio's on-air host, Kelly Roper. Please note, this interview was originally aired April 28, 2023. Easier. So we have Chris Dinkle and we have Teresa Schrant, and they are going to be talking about reminiscing through the teaching career. By way of introduction, Chris, Chris Dinkle and Teresa Schrant are longtime teachers, each having faithfully served Catholic schools in Hayes for 42 years. They both started teaching the same grade in the same year at St. Joseph Grade School and continued teaching when the school transitioned into Holy Family Elementary. While they both continue to teach, Mrs. Dinkle has announced plans to retire at the end of this school year. We've already heard about that earlier in the week, so they're going to miss you there. Um, and um, wow, so, so lots to talk about here. So first of all, why and how did you become interested in a career in education? What would be, you know, 42 plus your education time, right? 42 years ago plus your education. So how did you get interested? We'll start with Chris. Okay, I grew up in Grinnell, Kansas, a very small town. And um, one year they needed some seniors to go down to the elementary school to work with some kindergarten and first graders who were struggling with reading and they just wanted us to read with them and help them out. So I did that, and um, that's where I kind of decided, okay, I think I want to be a teacher. As easy as that, right? Yes, it really was, because oh. I was going to be a veterinarian. Okay, <laughs> that would have been a little bit harder, you know, a little bit longer anyway. Yeah. I don't know about harder, but definitely a little bit longer. So, um, and, you know, the rest is history. And then I graduated that May from Grinnell High School. Okay. And came to Fort Hayes with the declaring a education degree right away wow so. wow wow you really knew you mm-hmm. knew and you stuck with it you i know? did how many people changed their their majors like 15 times during college right mm-hmm. so so you didn't you went you went right on through so that that's really awesome so Teresa, your story um i think mine probably started out because i was a babysitter for many many years for many different kids in the hayes area and so i i had a love of children from early on But unlike Chris, when I went into college, I did not know what I wanted to do. Um, I started out with a lot of science classes. I thought I might be most interested in something like that. And I never did declare a major until probably I was a junior. And at that point, I did declare an education major. You kind of have to at that point, (laughs) don't you? (laughs) You do. And so that's where where I fell in. And I did my student teaching in Great Bend, although I grew up here in Hayes. Okay. All right. Excellent. But then you came back to Hayes to teach. I did. You, yes. You probably realized where the better better place was. Is that? <laughs> I did my student teaching there and then came home on the weekends to work to finish up my my um, year. You know, you've been you've been a teacher for 42 years, both of you. So how has that role changed? I mean, it's it. You know, I've been married 42 years. So, it, you know, 
a lot longer than 42 years when I was in, you know, kindergarten or whatever. But, but uh, um, you know, that's also another question. What grades do you teach? But, but uh, you know, it's got to have changed over the years because I know it's totally different than when I was in school. I okay, think I, ta- you're talking and you're Teresa. I'm Teresa. Okay. Yes. Um, when when we started out, I think it was more uh, a lot of lecture based and a lot of teaching up in front of the class. And technology has changed all of that. So I am trying to move in that direction. It's it's can be difficult for me to do that, but I know they are working more towards the teacher as facilitator yeah. and as the students as the ones being the problem solvers and such. Yeah. So it has changed quite a lot. Um, with the way our world is changing and the information that the kids have at hand, some of the things that we used to teach are obsolete now. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we don't do typing anymore on a on a typewriter, right? We don't do that. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things we don't don't mm-hmm. do anymore. So very interesting. Um, you want to add um, anything there, Chris? Well, I think back in 1981, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. life was slower and simpler. Yeah. Uh, kids are involved in so many things these days and so busy that you know the the time of the day is still the same 8 to 3 20 but it goes so fast now and i i have a hard time getting everything in that i want to and the days seemed a lot longer then (laughs) but i would say just the simpleness of teaching Mm-hmm. has changed yeah. and technology i agree with mm-hmm. teresa has is a lot to do with that and and just the busyness of families these days yeah yeah i think the technology has also changed how the kids interact there is not as much face to face they're used to looking at screens so even their mannerisms have changed how we deal with people has changed so it makes it makes it hard sometimes we have to teach some of those social graces in yeah. school because they're not accustomed to it anymore yeah that, that's a good point and it's mm-hmm. a big problem throughout you know throughout all of our our teenagers and mm-hmm. and you know they they just don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. anymore yes. with you know sitting right at a restaurant texting each other across the the table is it's kind of nuts isn't it yeah i'd like to tell the kids use your voice yeah when you need to compliment someone or tell someone you don't agree with them use your voice can they have cell phones in the classrooms not not. at the elementary level they can have a a phone but it has to be in their school bag Uh because some of them have to contact parents if they're going to a practice right after school or something so they need the phone for that purpose but it stays in their backpack during the day so can you tell us some of the the memorable moments 42 years of teaching you know there's got to be a whole lot of of memorable moments that you can share with us so uh, Okay, Teresa. This is Chris. <laughs> yes. Teresa taught my girls, and I taught Teresa's boys mm-hmm. in <laughs> second grade and fourth, fourth grade, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, the, I, I, Teresa was a wonderful teacher for Thank my you. girls. Thank you, Chris was a really good <laughs> teacher for my boys. Yeah, that, that's um, going to be really fun. Okay, the one thing that... Um, Holy Family still uh, collects aluminum can beverages. Uh-huh. And when we were still at St. Joseph's School, uh, we received a letter, and it was from the ABC, 
I don't know, something, but it stood for Aluminum Beverage Companies, and they were running a competition. And the school that collected the most aluminum beverage cans and cashed them in received an extra $1,000. Wow. So I took that on, <laughs> and we won. Wow, nice. She also organized a parade down Main yes. Street with the principal wearing a crown in a convertible ah. for that particular <laughs> instance. I still have that article somewhere at home. Oh, do you? <laughs> I do. And to this day, we still save aluminum cans. We do. That's awesome. To oh, just wow. a little bit of pocket change, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, it all started with um, a letter from somebody and... And we were in like a a region, I mean like a state region. Mm -hmm. We so you knew they gave updates now and then. So we did hoard a few cans <laughs> till the end. <laughs> so you didn't want anybody to really be out there to know to, how yeah, many we yeah. really had stashed away. You guys are too smart. You are too smart. You you tricking so, them all. That's but awesome. that was fun. And the kids uh, when we did it at St. Joseph's School. Each Friday, different students got to go with me down to um, Coors Plant there and cash in the cans and see how many pounds we had collected and to get the cash and take it back to the school. So it was a learning experience for them also. Wow. So Love that. Love it. uh, So that's one of my memorable moments. One of the things I remember is at St. Joseph's School, there was an east parking lot and there was a west parking lot. And everybody had recess at the exact same time. (laughs) So we had a couple of the grades on the east side and several grades on the west side. And you would have basketball games going right in the middle of football games and football games go in the middle of foot races and all kinds of things. It was crowded. And now we have this huge playground and we have only usually one class out at a time. And it's made it hard. Sometimes I think um, they forget to share (laughs) because they're accustomed to having what they want when they need it Um, because we have the luxury of space now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Some of the other things I really remember well are like the pet blessings that mm-hmm. we started at St. Joe's. Yes. We started the Mary's baby shower at St. Joe's. We started the mother's mass over at St. Joe's. And those are the, some of the things I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the liturgical and some of the faith filled um, celebrations. Yes. And Teresa's no, she's the she started a lot of that. I love those. Yeah, so. she did. And they are still continuing on. Wow. Now, the one thing about St. Joseph's School we would get heat early release for heat days because we had no air conditioning over there. Yeah. So I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just the, we had PE across Ash, uh, the old Hayes High Gymnasium across Ash Street. We went to church in St. Joseph's across the street. We went to the cafeteria at Kennedy Middle School across the street. We went across the parking lot for library mm-hmm. and music classes. Yeah. And so we were just here, there, and everywhere throughout the day. And the other thing about about that building is when we switched from... 
St. Joseph's School to Holy Family, I promptly put on 15 pounds because oh, no. I had no stairs to walk. <laughs> we uh, we yeah. were on the third floor. Third floor. <laughs> and you went up and down, I swear, 15 times a day because we had to keep going all these places. Yeah. yeah. And then we started out with... I was the art teacher and the library. I mean, we did have library and music, but those came later. And we taught our own PE. And we taught our own PE. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you were in charge of the whole classroom. Yeah. And that has changed now. They go to uh, co-curricular classes, Mm -hmm. library, music, PE, um, what am I? Computer lab. We started a computer lab at St. Joseph's Mm -hmm. School. Um, I think there were three or four computers in there. Not very many. Mm-mm. And now we have a whole lab full of of uh, computers. Yeah, and all the kids so. have their own Chromebooks, too. Yes. So they mm-hmm. have that technology with them all the time. So what was the most rewarding about being a teacher, especially in a Catholic school? I like being able to see my students uh, on the weekends at church we see them serving we see them there with their parents so that's always a lot of fun and it's nice since we've been there for 42 years that we have grand students coming back now so i have a lot of my students now that i had their parents when they were older um or when they were younger excuse me so that's been fun oh yeah um sometimes at least 50 percent of the class Mm -hmm. I can make a connection somehow or another with that student through mom or dad being a student or uh, from Western Kansas. I've taught, I had two classmates that graduated from Grinnell High School with me and I've taught their grandchildren now. So, you know, and who would have thought back then that someday you're going to teach my grandkids. (laughs) It it has come true. So, Um, and I'd like... Be, being in a Catholic school, we can stop and pray at any moment for anything, and that's just a natural Catholic habit for us mm. to drop everything and pray. Yeah, We do that quite often during the day, before mm-hmm. every state test, before our ACRE test, before our ITBS test, each little segment, um, we would pray, and it was nice because the kids, after a while, felt brave enough to yeah. to volunteer to lead the prayer. So that was nice. Um, for the last couple of weeks, we've been um, trying to say the Chaplet of Divine Mercy every day. Nice. And so the kids are learning that. And so that's been very nice to mm-hmm. do. That's beautiful. Um, the year that we came back after COVID and we had to space out in the church, so we only went to church one day a week instead of two days a week. And the other day, uh, we prayed the Divine Chaplet uh, Rosary. We played the Peace Chaplet, mm-hmm. the regular Rosary. Those kids learned all types mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. rosaries yeah. to pray. And sometimes we would pray them. Sometimes we'd do the Divine Chaplet that where they would sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'd follow along with a video to mm-hmm. sing with us. Uh, but just the experience of all those different yeah. ways to pray the rosary yeah. really, I've, I'm hoping, benefited them. Yeah, really great. So, you know, you mentioned COVID. That had to be, you know, a, a, a rough time. So so how long did you do the, the remote teaching and, and all of that? 
Well, the remote teaching went from about April through the middle of May because it, the shutdown came in March. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we had a couple weeks to get prepared. And so it was probably around the 1st of April or so or somewhere around there. And uh, I thought, okay, we'll, we'll, we can do this. It'll be okay, and we can start fresh again in August. Well, no. <laughs> August came, and it was the masks. And I never would have thought I would ever have to teach wearing a mask and the children all wearing a mask. Yeah. Never, never did that ever cross my mind. Yeah. And we did that to almost Easter. Wow. And then we took the masks off. and I don't uh, remember how far it was. Pretty, I know it was that, like Easter, I think. Yeah. My class had to wear it a little bit longer uh, for my health. Oh, yes. Um, so mm-hmm. my yeah. class was masked okay. a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. they were okay with it, yeah. most of them. Yeah, we so. all adapted, mm-hmm. and, and I would rather have put on a mask and be able to be in the classroom oh, with absolutely. the children yeah. than the remote learning. Yeah. So that was definitely... You know, and that shows the heart of a Catholic school teacher right there because, you know, we were hearing from so many public schools, you know, I'm not coming back to teaching if everybody doesn't wear a mask. You know, they wanted to do the remote and the children suffered, you know, and, you know, I don't think it was probably here in Hayes, but but in other parts of the country, we were hearing that. And, and, you know, that really shows the heart of of a Catholic school teacher. And that shows why the Catholic school scores mm-hmm. are still up there, mm-hmm. you know, in many parts of the country. I think, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier, I think they're fairly equal here in in Hayes, mm-hmm. but, you know, in other locations, there's a huge discrepancy mm-hmm. because of the, the remote mm-hmm. teaching and, and the kids really not getting what they needed during that time. Yeah, I've, I did feel lucky that we were able to start yeah. Uh, back up in, in August of, of that year. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it was interesting on when when we had the, um, what do you call it? The video with the kids um, where you saw all the kids. What's that called on your screen? Oh, the Zoom meetings. The Zoom meeting. Yeah, I yeah, couldn't yeah. think of okay. it. We would have the Zoom meetings and every once in a while I'd think, well, where's so-and-so? Because... <laughs> the screen would be blank he had walked off somewhere and might not come back for a while well where's so-and-so yeah or or they all wanted to show their their pet dog or cat you had to see all of those yeah yeah we had show and tell we had scavenger hunts for quick before (laughs) a break Mm -hmm. if you needed a break for a while and something Mm -hmm. yeah Holiness is not for wimps. So how is this theme fitting for teachers? Well, Chris is not a wimp. I can <laughs> tell you that right now. She just really can stand up to anybody she needs to. She is a very good, very good, good leader. And she is somebody I can look to. Yeah. She has good ideas. The kids respect her. Um, her peers respect her. Yeah. So... Well, that is very nice, Teresa. Thank you. (laughs) Um, I just, anyone who goes into teaching these days, Mm -hmm. you cannot be a wimp. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, And sometimes, and and Teresa, you are as, you're right up there with me. You, I look to you and especially (laughs) your faith. Your faith is, and the bulletin board she puts together at school and the one in the hallway. Thank you. They are just wonderful. Yeah. She, uh, wonderful. Um, I was pleased to teach with her for how, I don't know, Teresa, um, how many years did we teach together? Fourth grade, I would say probably 20. Oh, 20 I think more, more like 25. Or, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah and then 30, she switched to sixth, sixth. and then fifth. Sixth mm-hmm. and fifth. I've just been at second and fourth. Uh, yeah, so. I needed, it wasn't anything with, I needed a, to change the teaching level that I was teaching is yeah. what I needed. I needed something new. Yeah. to keep me going so yeah but i missed her because <laughs> so, so we like, were so like teaching, in sync with each other like mm-hmm. teaching the same grade is what you're talking mm-hmm. about right so then you know after like 20 years then you didn't teach the same grade anymore. yeah we started both teaching at second grade we were both hired by sister mary, mary alice mm-hmm. and um so you were I just taught, one year I taught part-time that mm-hmm. first year, only in the mornings. They needed a teacher. You guys probably had 25 students mm-hmm. in each of your, Ruth Ann Fry and Teresa. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to break that, those 50 kids into three smaller groups for reading instruction and math instruction. Okay. And so I worked only in the mornings. And that really was a good start for me, yeah. teaching those core subjects for a full year. And yeah. then the next year... They bumped it up to three second grade classrooms. And then someone was quitting, and so we needed a new... Fourth grade. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Then the next year, I did that for two years, and Mm -hmm. then fourth grade teacher was quitting, so who wanted to move up? One of us Mm -hmm. three, and I said, okay, I'll move up. I'll give that a try. And then... We needed then somebody else. Stephanie Shoemaker. Yeah, Stephanie retired. Retired, Mm -hmm. and so Teresa moved up to fourth, and we taught fourth. I'm thinking closer to thirty years or so. Teresa, I don't know. I don't know. Because I taught 30. 10 years at second grade, and I I only taught three. Mm -hmm. Oh well, then maybe. And so you can would be figure that out on your and then nine more years at the I'm too fifth, tired sixth, to think about whatnot. it. I'm too tired. So and actually, I think um, the only reason that Chris taught half days that first year is because my interview was before her interview with <laughs> Sister Mary Alice, and I think I got just got higher. You were just probably after me because when I walked in for my interview. <laughs> She said, um, she asked me a couple questions, and then she said, okay, here's your contract. You may just go ahead and sign it, because I'm leaving town this afternoon. I've got to get up to Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. And I thought, oh, okay. I thought, and then later I realized, I think that was, the Lord was putting me where I needed to be. Yeah. And... That's where I found my home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Obviously. So, 42 years, obviously, right? Yeah. It, it, it had to be. It because like I thought, and, dear yeah. Lord, I hope you know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just love your stories, and I love to see the friendship that it's got to be a um, great, great school um, with the two of you. You know, mm-hmm. I, if, if everyone's like you, what a what a peaceful, great. And Rachel was mm-hmm. in the principal, right? She was mm-hmm. in earlier this uh, week. Rachel was in my fourth grade classroom. That's what she <laughs> She said, I think that's so awesome. And let's see, we both taught Rachel's children. We did. Rachel mm-hmm. taught our children. Mm-hmm. And now Rachel is principal where my grandkids are <laughs> and and administers over mm-hmm. us. So yeah. 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 It's wow. I love I love that. I love the, the community and mm-hmm. the friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. And uh, Catholic education here in Hayes, I feel like if that's where you are to be and that's where the Lord has put you, you're there for the duration. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are I, there I for agree. the duration. Yeah, yeah. He he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he, put, he with me, he put me right where I needed to be. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm.
We need to take a short break right now, but stay tuned to One Body Stewarding God's Creation. We'll be right back with more about reminiscing on teaching careers with Teresa Schrent and Chris Stinkle. We're back on One Body Stewarding God's Creation. Reminiscing on teaching careers. With Teresa Schrent and Chris Dinkle. One body, God's creation. Kelly Roper conducts the interview. All right, so we are talking with with uh, these lovely ladies. Oh my goodness, such lovely ladies that are that are sharing with us. They've been teaching here in Hayes for 42 years. Chris Dinkle's getting ready to retire. Mm-hmm. Teresa Schrant's going to carry on, <laughs> carry on. Um, and uh, you know, you. I think though, my notes say anyway that you plan to retire in the near future. I Any do. teaser here? You want to? You want to? Maybe everybody knows. Yeah? No, no, no. I no. Even I don't know. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. I just know I've got at least another year in me for sure. Yeah. I I still love teaching. Yeah. As Chris oh, yes. still loves. loves teaching so i don't quite know what i would do with myself i know what chris is going to do she'll Mm -hmm. read she'll do that Mm -hmm. i'm afraid Mm -hmm. i would sit around and watch tv Uh (laughs) i don't know i hear you're coming back as a sub yes i would love to substitute teach Um, i've let mrs wentling know that i would like to substitute teach at holy family and i've let um, mrs shof out at tmp junior high yeah i would be interested in subbing there because i've taught those students yeah uh, in the last couple of years so yeah. and and they think that's the most wonderful thing in the world yeah. the fifth graders that i have right now yeah. that, that that i could maybe be their part-time teacher yeah. next year oh, yeah um so yeah i'll i love to read uh, i have a, a a bike i like to bike around town i'm not a, a, a you know out on the highways or anything i'm just yeah. a doodler in town yeah <laughs> and walk yeah and um and I have two grandchildren here in Hayes and then two grandchildren in Baser, Kansas. Okay. And so to be able to leave at 10 o'clock in the morning to go mm-hmm. see them instead of waiting till after school to drive that far. Yeah, that's pretty close to so, me. You can come see oh, me uh-huh. when you come. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I've, I've, 65 was always my the age that I was going to yeah. stop. Yeah. So you did. So I did. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I think and I'm 63, a, and I'll be 64 yeah, in a couple she, weeks. Teresa's so. a year behind mm-hmm. me. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think age. anybody wants, like, an old, old teacher. And I, <laughs> I don't think either of you are old, old teachers. I used to get called mom. Sometimes oh, the kids yeah. would come up and say, Mom, they don't do that anymore. Now it's grandma. <laughs> grandma. <laughs> they come up, and I'll get called grandma every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. All right. You know, that must have been a, a great fourth grade when you were both teaching for, for 20 fun. years yeah. together. That mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we, we did work very well together, and we mm-hmm. uh, give ideas to each other. And, yeah. and we just became good friends, We too. did. Yeah. We did. Yeah. 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 We'd uh-huh. spend many a weekend up there. <laughs> 
changing from one month to the next month in mm-hmm. in the classrooms and mm-hmm. yeah. things, the bulletin boards and things. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so tell me about your shirt. I love the the uh, saying on your shirt. Oh, that's just something I saw and I liked it and I yeah. picked it up because I thought. And I wear it to school so that the kids can see the message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah. so share it with our listeners. Um, my sweatshirt has a sunrise on it, and mm-hmm. it says, we rise by lifting others. Yeah. Uh, so. I think that's such a powerful message because mm-hmm. so often, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, people will put others down to try mm-hmm. to make themselves mm-hmm. feel better, right? And mm-hmm. and that's just the opposite, and, and mm-hmm. I, I love that, and I, I think that's the the true, the true mm-hmm. position to be yeah. in. So what a what a beautiful thing. So we do have a note here, and uh, it says huge thanks also from Nathan, who was taught by both Mrs. Dinkle <laughs> and Mrs. Trant. It's uh, it's because of teachers like them in Catholic education that helped shape me to be the person I am today. How cool is that? Oh, yeah, that's sweet. That <laughs> is, is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell the kids that I see out having jobs mm-hmm. and it's like oh my gosh I I, I feel like their mom almost mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. maybe I shaped a little bit of them yeah. Yeah. Uh, to make them successful um, I said um, here I am getting ready to go on to Medicare supplement plan and all of that and a past student is the one who is helping me ah. <laughs> <laughs> I would never have thought have thought, yeah. oh, someday one of you boys or girls will be helping me with Medicare questions and yeah. solutions, and, <laughs> and here it has happened. Better to be helped with Medicare solutions than I've had to go to hospitals oh. and have students who help take care of me through anesthesia or whatever. Yeah. So we run across a lot of our students. Yeah, you know, I've had that places. also. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they're seeing me at a... <laughs> Because I, I, I yeah. I've been there with kidney stones, and that's <laughs> not, and they'll say, "Are you Mrs. Dinkle?" And it's, "Oh dear." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I'm just so proud of some of them that they they were successful in their schooling and 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 just a good young adult. Yeah. I'm so bad with faces, though. I, kids will come up, not kids. People will come up to me and say, well, hi, Mrs. Trent. I'm going. You have to tell me who you are. Yeah. I have no idea. I ran into. Um, I was out biking just yesterday and ran into one of my students from my second year of teaching. Oh, my goodness, Teresa. And I just asked, are you Chris? Because I knew the house. Mm-hmm. And he said, yes. And he goes, you're Mrs. Shrink. <laughs> and it was, I thought, oh, my gosh. That was 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. Still the same house, though, huh? His mom's. Okay. It's his mom. I knew his mom. And so yeah. I just figured it was him who was there mm-hmm. to visit. Yeah. So. Yeah. So good. I, I mm-hmm. love love the like I said, the community and just the the mm-hmm. small town, mm-hmm. you know, kind of yeah. I guess not really so small of a town, but mm-hmm. they uh, run yeah. it across many of your students mm-hmm. and stuff. That, and that they have, you know, gone away for schooling and come back to and I think Hayes is Hayes is a good community mm-hmm. for families. Yeah. So So last thought that, that you'd like to share and I would never have dreamed that I would teach this long when I started. Education has changed so much from 1981 till now. But I can honestly say I have enjoyed my career. It, it, things, you know, you have, you have your good days and some bad days, but in teaching at the elementary level, 
every day is a new day with those kids yeah. and they're ready to move on. Yeah. You know, let's have another good day. Yeah. So I've really enjoyed it. And I guess it was my husband who noticed. He said, you never say you're going to work. He says, uh-huh. you always say you're going, going to school. To school. Oh. And he says, I just don't know people who don't say I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've loved it. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's obvious. You don't even have to tell us. We don't, I, you know, all of our listeners out there, they can hear it. They don't even have to see it, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, there's just a, a joy with, with both of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I thank you for, for coming on and, and really sharing. And most of all, I thank you for for that, that mm-hmm. for the for 42 years and, and, and counting, right? Counting for you. For still, Teresa, still yes. Still counting. And, and uh, you know, just, you know, it, it isn't just a job you know you say you work any teacher mm-hmm. it's not just a job it's mm-hmm. a ministry mm-hmm. it truly is especially when you're teaching in the catholic schools mm-hmm. i think it, it truly truly is a, a ministry mm-hmm. um and and a much needed one you know and and you know my husband's you know in hr for for mm-hmm. you know where i come up i know you guys get paid less than the normal you know the the public yeah. schools but you do it because you love it and because you love, love your faith yes yes. Mm-hmm. yes i love it yeah mm-hmm. yeah really 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 beautiful well i have a treasured lunch bag that one of ken and sherry haas's girls gave me 30 35 <laughs> years ago wow <laughs> And it it was a washable lunch bag, so I can wash it. It's not been dirty. Um, But I just can't throw it away because a student thought enough to give that to me. And I used it for a good number of years until they came out with the ones that are insulated and keep food cooler a little bit longer. Uh, But that's just something I thought I, I can't throw it in the trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Yeah. So I don't remember which one of the girls. I'm thinking maybe Tara. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So great. So what'd you do with it? Oh, I still have it. It's in just in the kitchen drawer okay. with like my grandma's apron and yeah. th- those types of things. Yeah. But it makes you smile every time you uh-huh. run across it. Oh, yeah. 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 So good. Okay. Well, I want to tell about an April Fool joke. I I did at school one time, and I got in so much trouble. (laughs) Shirley Dinkle taught across the hall from me. She was across the hall. And when she took her students somewhere, I went into her room, and I took her teacher's chair, and I put it in my closet in my room. And I could hear her come back and say, what happened to my chair? What happened to my chair? But, you know, they just went on. The next time they left, I took another one of her chairs from the front of the room, put it in my closet, and she came over and said, did you see anybody in my room? And I said, no. And the kids were all playing along. Everybody yeah. was very poker face. And each time they left, my students started going over and getting the students tears, <laughs> like five at a time. And we would put them into the closet. And she would come over and she said, somebody is taking them. The kids were just whatever. And then at about 2.30, the principal came on. I can't remember who it was. I think it I, I don't remember which principal it was, and she said, whoever has <laughs> sixth grade chairs needs to give them back right now. <laughs> so we had all their chairs stashed in our closet. Yeah. Oh, so oh. good. So so which one of you, I, I, I your your joke, your April Fool's joke reminds me, somebody is the one that lightens up all the, the meetings that you have, right? All mm-hmm. the, the gatherings with jokes and stuff, which mm-hmm. is probably both of you, but, but uh, I, I don't remember which one it was. So I, it might have been you because maybe I know she me, said she was going to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that probably is me. I've always mm-hmm. 
come up with a quick retort for I things. I think so. Mm -hmm. Uh, but when we need the logical, sensible thing to do, we look to <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> did you have any practical jokes that you did on anybody, Chris? Well, not that I can own up to right now. <laughs> uh, you can't you um, lose your job. You've already you're, you're already uh, past that point. The the one day I didn't especially care to be teaching on was April Fool's Day because mm -hmm. the kids so badly wanted to. <laughs> trick the teacher oh. into something and yeah. uh, you hated to squash them but, <laughs> yeah. but you had to be real uh, alert on that day <laughs> but yet let them think they were fooling you yeah mm -hmm. yeah so oh, oh. I, I, oh my gosh i just I, well the, i guess this last halloween oh yes I did. <laughs> oh yes you did a good job with that <laughs> i found a hundred year old woman mask that was pretty realistic and I put that on and had an old bathrobe <laughs> and put gloves on my hands so the kids couldn't recognize my hands and I went around with a bag of candies and I went into each classroom Aww. and left bags of candy for the kids Aww. and uh, they just all kind of looked at me and yeah. looked at the teacher. I didn't know who she was when I, she came I, in. I didn't tell <laughs> a soul that I was going to do it so yeah. it was a complete... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprise but that was fun I, yeah. I enjoyed that and I would kind of touch them along their face <laughs> and they just kind of look at me and then I'd wander on out yeah. <laughs> so that was a fun little trick that mm -hmm. I played on on the kids I went into every classroom mm -hmm. that's really, so they're really fun very mm -hmm. very fun you know thinking back to the St. Joseph school days we were there in all kinds of we weather and, mm -hmm. and in outside and all that walking we had to do from building yeah. to building yeah um, i remember there were some days that were i want to say they were so cold mm -hmm. I, or so cold that we actually took the kids into the hallway to have class mm -hmm. because it was too cold in the classroom um my classroom was on the north side on the mm -hmm. third floor and i could see out clear north of town and if i went out on the fire escape i could see clear south of town so it was it was a quite quite the building mm -hmm. it's a lovely building yeah, yeah. So. Uh, the one thing when we moved over to holy family that's like a ground level school and teresa did a wonderful project with her fourth graders when we were at saint joseph's oh. school <laughs> and we had the fire escapes and she did an egg drop mm -hmm competition you mm -hmm. want to talk about that teresa well they just had to try to get a raw egg from the third floor third fire floor. escape down to the bottom without it breaking but that didn't work so well at holy family mm -hmm. i could never think of a way to do it yeah i didn't want to go out on that roof mm -hmm. so and when we were at saint joe's the the fire escape when we did fire drills they had to use those outside mm -hmm. fires uh, uh stairs uh-huh Mm -hmm. And that was a little scary for some of the second mm -hmm. graders. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. It was. And so to it go was. down those steps because they were open and yeah. you could see clear down to the ground. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I remember when we switched schools, one of the, the very first week at Holy Family, it was you could smell the bread oh. baking. <laughs> and everybody was amazed. Yeah. Because oh. the, we, we never experienced yeah. that. Oh. So. Yeah. yeah, the first time you you had a kitchen that, that mm -hmm. was baking things. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, cool. Because 
They just weren't at our school before. And our playground, you talked about the east mm-hmm. lot and the west lot. But, and between those two, we had a swing set mm-hmm. and a slipper slide. Mm-hmm. And I think I that, said what, two slipper slides or one? There may have been one on each I end think of, there and the two. swings mm-hmm. in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, and that was it. And now, you know, we we have a really nice playground now with the mm-hmm. wood chip area with the pl- things the kids can climb on and spin on and everything. Wow. But how, once again, that's how simple mm-hmm. things were at one time. Wow. The other thing that's been nice is um, the parishes in our heartland support our school so well by oh, coming yes. in and celebrating the masses with the kids and coming into the classroom and talking to the kids. So that's been really nice. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah. The support of the Heartland Parishes Mm -hmm. has been tremendous to keep our schools um, going. Mm -hmm. And and just that I got received a card that was addressed to the school just recently. And it was a parishioner that comes to the Tuesday, Thursday masses. And she thanked me for all my years of teaching and just said she loved seeing the interaction of all the teachers and the children at mass time and the children doing the different ministries mm-hmm. during mass. Yeah. And I, she signed her name. I didn't, don't know who she personally know her. Yeah. But that was just a pe- person reaching out saying, hey, yeah. you're doing a good job, all mm-hmm. of you. She's, mm-hmm. She said to all the teachers there. So. Yeah. Beautiful. So I think it. I want to say thank you. Thank, thank you, you for giving people a, a walk down memory lane. You know, mm-hmm. you've touched a lot of hearts in 42 years. So, yeah. so th- thanks for tuning into One Body Stewarding God's Creation. If you are a business or service that can underwrite this One Body show, please know that your underwriting will run three times during the show, which runs five times a week on five different stations. Reaching along I-70 from Junction City to the Colorado border, the cost is a mere $300. Interested? Give us a call at 785-621-4110. You're listening to the network of stations of Divine Mercy Radio. If today you hear His voice, harden not your hearts. One body, stewarding God's creation.